0: Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Hmm. Today, we would like to talk again about being fruitful. And last time we learned about redeeming the time, let us pray. Father in heaven, we thank you so much, Lord, for your word. We honor your word. We receive your word with expectation and faith. And we want to be changed. We thank you for the mighty Holy Spirit who is our teacher. We thank you for the anointing that teaches us from the word of God and we can understand and have revelation from heaven, Lord, your people in this house will be strong, will be fruitful. Will, Lord, make a big difference in this generation. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I would like to read a few scriptures to reveal a little bit here. In John chapter 15, verses 1 to 2, I am the true vine, and my father is the wine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, and it may bear more fruit. It's God's original idea from the book of Genesis when he created Adam and Eve. He said, go and multiply and fill the earth. So God's original idea is that we multiply and be fruitful and fill the earth. In verse 3, You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. In order to be fruitful, we need to be clean. We cannot have a lot of baggages on our life. We cannot have a lot of problems. Then we cannot run the marathon. We cannot be fruitful. So God said, I'm going to clean you with my word. Then verses 4 to 7 say, Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abides in the vine. Wow, this is a promise of God that if we abide in Christ and the Word of God abide in us, what happened? We definitely will know the mind of Christ. We will definitely live the life that is pleasing to God. So whatever we pray will be according to the Word and will be according to the heart of God. And God say, whatever you ask, it should be answered to you. How many people want to live that kind of lifestyle? Whatever you pray, God answer. I like that. I like God to answer all of my prayers. Amen. Now, I want to review from the last teaching in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 9 to 11. 9 to 11 to review from last time. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. You see, if you abide in the Lord and The word of God abide in you, you will know exactly is acceptable and pleasing to the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. This scripture tells us that you have two choices. One choice is to allow the devil to tempt you, to lure you, to deceive you into living a life of unfruitfulness. In other words, you spend all the time, all the money and effort and energy to do things that is pleasing to your sinful nature, to your flesh or to the things of the world. And if you use up all of those times and energy and money, then you will not have anything left to do the work of God and to be fruitful and have rewards in heaven. The devil will try to lure you into that side unfruitful Life of darkness. Spend all of your time doing wrong things, doing something that will please your flesh. But the Bible warns us don't do that. We need to spend time wisely. We need to spend and use our resources and opportunities and money and strength and effort and wisdom wisely. That's why when you come to verse 15 to 17, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 5. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time. Everyone says, redeeming the time. Because the days are evil, therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. In order to be fruitful, one thing we need to do is to redeem the time. Why God say redeem the time? Because the Bible says that our life is so short. Our time on earth is like vapor. It's like mist. It comes and goes very quickly. Actually, when I was 15 years old, I did not think much about death. But now I'm getting older and I start to think that, wow, the time that I'm going to depart this world, getting closer now, I have to run the race, I have to hurry up now because I don't have a lot of time on earth here any longer. And actually, even though you are young, it doesn't mean that you're going to have 50 years left because things can happen. Earthquake can happen. Accident can happen. Actually, while we were sleeping in the hotel in Ibaraki, Pasada woke me up and said, Did you feel the earthquake? I opened my eyes. So it's about maybe 2 a.m. or something. And I felt the building was shaking. And I prayed, in the Lord God, I'm not ready to go yet. <laughs> It's not the time for my departure yet. I just arrived in Baraki. I'm not gonna depart to to heaven right now. Okay. So and then the earthquake stopped, thank God. <laughs> Actually, it's really shaking, the bed was shaking like this. <laughs> so we have limited time on earth. The life on earth is the amount of time we have. So time is one of the precious things in the world. If we want to live a life on earth that counts, that matters, we need to live for something that will last for eternity. Do you know that one day Microsoft will not be here anymore? Do you know that one day Boeing will be gone? One day McDonald's will not be around. The only things that going to stay for eternity is the kingdom of God. And that was mentioned in the book of Daniel already. In Daniel chapter 2, the king saw a vision of a statue, gold and iron, and iron mixed with clay. And the Bible said that a stone was cut out without hands and hit the legs and the foot part of the statue. And the interpretation, that stone is Jesus Christ. And the kingdom of Jesus will come and eventually replace all the kingdoms of the world whether the political kingdom or the business kingdom or the media kingdom or the family institution, all the institutions in the world will be gone except the institution of God or the kingdom of God. And that kingdom will last for eternity. So if you are wise people, you want to live your life to be fruitful for the kingdom of God that will last for eternity. Other things will be gone. My house will be gone one day. My car will be gone one day, but the only things that will be left in on earth when Jesus comes back to rule the world for 1,000 years is the kingdom of God. It's a privilege and honor to be able to live a life of fruitfulness for the advancement of the kingdom of God right now. Amen. You can be a housewife, you can be a doctor, the nurse and students, you can be whatever you are in the society, but you are expanding the kingdom of God In that section of the society, you can spread the good news to your friend in the university or in your college. You can get involved in helping people to come to know the Lord in the restaurant that you work for, uh, in your office. But the devil is very crafty. He will do everything to make you put off and be lazy and live a life for your own flesh. That's why in the book of Colossians, chapter four, verses five to six, the Bible says in Amplified Bible Behave yourself wisely, everyone say wisely. wisely, living prudently and without discretion in your relationships with those of the outside world, the non Christians, making the very most of the time and seizing buying up the opportunity. Let your speech at all times be gracious, pleasant, and winsome. Season as it were, with salt, so that you may never be at a loss. To know how you ought to answer anyone who puts a question to you. The Bible says, be wise. The Bible says, get the wisdom of God. How to live on earth here. Make the most of the opportunity. Make the most out of your time. You know why? Because if you live foolishly, in a few years, you turn your eyes up, you see Jesus come back, are you going to heaven? You say, oops, it's too late now to change. My time is gone. Every single minute that the clock tick, 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 it's gone. Amen? October 15, 2011 was gone. It will never come back. Every single minute, You need to spend time wisely to be fruitful for the kingdom of God. Yes, there are many things that need to be done on earth here. We need to cook, we need to clean, we need to wash dishes, we need to make the hair, put the clothes on. But there are many things that are not important that you should not get involved with. The Bible says in order to redeem the time, the Bible says many times, wisely, wisdom, don't be unwise. So the key to live a fruitful life To redeem the time is to have the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God will tell you two important things. What is important and what is not important in your life. Everyone say, what is important? Everyone say, what is not important? The Lord, the wisdom of God will tell us what is important in our life that we should get involved, we should spend time with. And the Holy Spirit will also tell us what is not worth to spend time and energy. And you're going to waste your time away. And that time you will never get it back. My dear brothers and sisters, the Lord enable us to know and to discern what is important and what is not important. So that we can redeem the time. Many people in this world live a life this way. Everything come up, they do. Anything drop in their brain, they do. Whatever people tell them to do, they do. They never get any wisdom. They just follow the flow, follow the, everything. Whatever society is doing, they follow everybody. And they kept doing something for years and years. And 20 years later, they look back. Oops, I waste my time away. It's not producing anything that matters that will get me to heaven with big rewards. All of those things, just a waste of time. I believe that some of us have gone through that in our life already. We waste so many times in our life. But it's not too late as long as we have heartbeat and we can breathe. We still have a chance to be fruitful again. Let's start from today that we're going to be careful of how we will spend our time. Amen. And the Lord is good. He can make up what we lost in the past many years. If you were not fruitful in the past many years, You start today, and you can make it up. Notice that Jesus could make a lot in three and a half years. So in the next 10 years of your life, even though in the early 30 years, 40 years of your life, you waste your time away, but in the next 10 to 20 years, you're going to do more than what 30 years can bring about. Amen? Let us have faith. Amen? Amen? God's still sitting on the throne, and He can still help us. He can provide for us the things that we can be fruitful. He can give us the word and revelation and the Holy Spirit. And He's going to keep building us up little by little, precept upon precept, faith upon faith. You're going to have more faith this year than last year. More faith next year than this year. You're going to have more understanding and revelation from the scripture this year than last year. And more next year than this year. But don't listen to the devil. The devil will do everything to belittle you, to demean you, to put you down. The devil will talk to you all your time worth nothing. You are an insignificant member of a local church. You are just a brand new believer. You cannot even speak English very well. You speak with broken English. When I first came to America, the devil talked to me. Actually, not the devil, a pastor. A pastor talked to me. I'm serious. But the devil talked to him. I, I mentioned to one big pastor in a, a big church in Seattle that God called me to start a church. He said, no way. You speak with accent. The book of Acts style will not work in America. The laying on of hand, the move of the Holy Spirit, miracle all oh, this will not work in Seattle. We are laid back people in Seattle. You need to build a church that laid back. He said like that to me. He said, no way you're going to be successful in building the church. I went and listened to that. Woo! I reject this. This is from the devil. The devil was belittling me, demeaning me, making me feel bad about myself. No. We, with the Holy Ghost, can do more than what man can do. Amen. We should not look down on ourselves. We should not listen to the devil. We can do far much more than any person can do if we are willing to be used of God. Amen. Don't be just a businessman making money. Don't be just a doctor cutting on people. Don't be just a nurse looking after the patients. But be a servant of God that are fruitful for the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. We need to take God's kingdom seriously. We need to really find out what God likes and what God doesn't like. We need to see that our life is valuable. Our time is valuable. And we need to spend time wisely. Again, there are two things in life that you need to find out by the wisdom of God. What is important and what is not important. This seems to be insignificant when I say this, this sentence. But actually, it can be life and death. It can be life and death. If you don't understand what is important and what is not important. What is important? The word of God is important. The Holy Spirit is important. The anointing is important. The church is important. The family is important. Amen. Jesus is important. Saving soul is important. Making disciple is important. Being a good Christian is important. And we're gonna take what is important to put in our time slot and do the right thing for God. In Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verses 5 to 6, God doesn't use the prettiest or the most beautiful woman in the world. He doesn't use the most handsome man in the world. Then I will not be a candidate. He doesn't use smartest person in the world. Do you know what kind of people he use? He uses people who are available and be willing to say, I am here, you use me. How can you be available if you are busy with nonsensical and foolish things in life here? If you're so busy with foolish things in life, you will not have time to be available for God. Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verses 5 to 8, the Bible says, He who keeps his command will experience nothing harmful. And a wise man's heart discerns both time and judgment. Because for every matter, there is a time and judgment, though the misery of man increases greatly. When you obey the command of God, it pays off. You will have supernatural special protection from God, from any calamities. You need to live your life obeying the command of God. I obey the command of God. About 20-something years ago, God told me to start a church in Seattle, and I did. I obey. That's why I and my wife have been under special protection of God, because all this year we live according to the command of God. But the Bible also talk about time and judgment. What does it mean? A wise person knows how and when to do things. And that is the wisdom. So in other words, there is the right time and there is a right way to do everything. If we want to be fruitful, we need to get the wisdom of God to know when and how. The right time, and the right way. This applies to everything in life, including surgery. The right time to do surgery, and the right way to do surgery. Everything. You're going to be a banker. You need to know the right time to invest, and the right way to invest. In Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 23. O oh Lord, I know the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man who walks to direct his own step. The Bible says that none of us are, And all of us will never be smart enough in ourselves to always know the right way to do things and the right time to do them. All of us are limited in understanding and knowledge. You can research. You can get into Google, type in the name and look to 1,000 websites. You can speak to hundreds of people who know the subject. But... The Bible says you will never know enough to make a perfect decision. The only one who knows enough to make the perfect decision the right way and the right time, and he knows everything about everything, and he knows the future, he knows about what's going to happen 10 days from now, that person is living on the inside of you. And his name is the Spirit of Wisdom. And if you learn how to hook up to the Spirit of Wisdom, and learn how to listen to Him, you will know the right time and the right way to spend your time wisely. And you can be fruitful and will not waste your time, effort, and energy away. If you just follow Him, listen to Him, you will not waste even a day and a minute of your life. If you just follow His wisdom, and He is in you already. Do you know that you walk everywhere with this person? His name is the Holy Spirit, if you are a born-again Christian. You have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you who can guide you and tell you. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 to 7. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Lean not on your own understanding. Verse 6. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart From evil, The Bible says in all things, in all your ways, you need to acknowledge Him. You need to hook up with Him. You need to listen to Him. You need to get Him involved. How are you going to get Him involved? By having the fear of God. When you fear God, you say, God, I don't want to do anything to hurt your feeling. I want you to get involved with me. I want you to tell me exactly what I need to do. And you will be fruitful. Because He's going to direct you. he going to guide you. A lot of people in the world are not living this lifestyle. But the members of New Hope International Church are going to live this kind of lifestyle. The lifestyle that always listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. You no, know, a lot of people are busy. They're so busy getting ready, shopping, driving, come back home. Oops! I bought the wrong thing. I drive back to the shopping mall, exchange or return. So they're busy, busy because before they buy that, they never ask the Holy Spirit, should I buy this or should I not buy that? So they just buy it out of compulsion, out of their flesh. And when they get home, oops, they take another one hour to drive back to the mall and try to exchange or try to return. And they waste their times and their life away. Some of them, Spend half a day looking for things that they put somewhere in the house but they could not find. You, have you ever done that? Yes, I've done that. Actually, many times the Holy Spirit tell me to put the thing somewhere and I did not listen to Him. I just ignore His voice. And next day I forgot. Instead of listening to the Holy Spirit, I spent the whole day looking for a stuff. I lost one book right now. I'm trying to look and could not find it in my house so far. So I lost that book. That is good book. To read, So you see, people waste time because they don't listen to the Holy Spirit. What I'm talking about this today can be life and death. God can speak to you with a simple impression. Simple impression, the small still voice in your heart here. Many people who are loving, kind, good church goer Christians are dead now. They are dead now because they did not listen to the Holy Spirit. They got involved in a car accident. They may die in tsunami. I thank God that our leaders in the church here listened to the voice of the Holy Spirit. The day, that Christmas time in Thailand, that tsunami going to hit south part of Thailand, our two leaders went to Thailand and they planned to go to Phuket for vacation. But the Holy Spirit kept warning them, "Don't go there. They listened, and uh, they didn't. And they missed that tsunami. Thank God. Otherwise, they would be in the sea right now, their body. They would have been in the sea. And the fish will love it. <laughs> the shark will love that body. They listen to God. You will not die. I listened to a pilot. This is a private pilot with a private plane. He was riding his plane. And suddenly, the door of the plane popped up. And he has two choices. Go to close the door. Or keep flying the plane. And he's a preacher. And the Holy Spirit spoke to him. What is more important? Closing the door or flying the airplane? <laughs> when the Holy Spirit told him that, he said, flying the airplane is more important. Because if I get up from my seat and try to close the door, the plane is going to go down. You say, what is important sometime, Save your life. What is more important? Driving the car or Answering the text message. What is more important? So when you pick up your phone and you want to answer the text message while driving the car, listen to the Holy Spirit. I can guarantee the Holy Spirit will tell you. Keep driving. Because otherwise, you're going to get into the car accident. Amen? The voice of the Holy Spirit is precious. The voice of the Holy Spirit is valuable. We need to learn from Him what is important and what is not important. In your walking toward the promised land to be fruitful, believe me, something gonna come along the way and something gonna bother you and cause you to turn that way and want to get involved. Maybe good things, maybe bad things. The key is what is important. If you keep walking to the promised land and something come up that bothers you and you turn and you step off a little bit and spend another five years getting involved with that, you may not get into the promised land on time because you would die before. You have to be careful. In your life, there will be always somebody come to you and say, you know, I have a good plan for you. Why don't you get involved with me in this thing? People are going to pull on you people are going to make a demand on you to do something. The key is, ask the Holy Spirit, is that the thing you want me to do? What do you call me to do? Because otherwise people are going to pull you right and left to do many things and you cannot focus and eventually you will waste your life and your time away. Don't wake up with a bright idea and say, oh, this is a bright idea, I'm going to do that. No, no, no. Check with the Holy Spirit all the time. This bright idea is from you or from myself. Amen? And some of you say, Pastor, you know, that person called me and he wants to talk to me for three hours. But I want to be nice. I cannot hang up the phone. I cannot hang up the phone. He wants to talk to me for three hours. You choose to be nice, but you are fool." Because you spend time three hours on the phone with nonsensical thing. You need to be nice. And you need to be wise. And say, brother, you know, I love you. But I have some things else to do. Bye. <laughs> Amen? Amen. Don't let people pull you around to do everything. Amen. Get wisdom. Redeem your time. Because our days are short. Amen. I want to encourage all of you to live this way. Get ready. Because the Bible says opportunities may come anytime. How do you get ready? For God to use you to be fruitful in those precious opportunities. Number one, get out of debt ASAP. Don't have debt. Pay off your home. Don't listen to people who say, oh, you know, your interest will tax deductible. No, get off the debt ASAP so that you can be free to serve the Lord. Fix the family problem, ASAP. Don't have family problem, husband and wife, because you cannot serve God if you quarrel in the house. Three: get healthy and strong in the presence of God, get filled up with the word, get filled up with the fire, Get ready anytime for God to use you, because opportunities come and goes away. Amen. The Bible says in Colossians again, seizing the opportunity in amplified Bible. Let me read many scriptures from now on and end this sermon. Look at Proverbs chapter 4, verse 5 and 6. Proverbs chapter 4, 5 and 6. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget, nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Everyone says, "Get get wisdom. Look at verse 6. Do not forsake her, which means wisdom. And she... Wisdom will preserve you. Love her. Love wisdom. And she, wisdom, will keep you. If you get wisdom, you love the wisdom of God that comes from the Holy Spirit, it will preserve you. It will keep you safe. Look at verses 7 to 13. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, some of you may say, I want to get a million before I retire. Some of you may say, I'd like to have a handsome, rich husband. I want to get married. I just turned 20 years old. I'm too old now. I want a husband. <laughs> Therefore, get wisdom. In all you're getting, whatever, money, husband, wife, house, get understanding. So it comes first. Get wisdom and understanding first so that you will not marry a King Kong. Okay? Marry a wrong man. Exalt her, mean wisdom, and she will promote you. How many people want promotion? I want promotion. Wisdom will promote us. She will bring you, she mean wisdom, will bring you honor when you embrace wisdom. Wisdom will place on your head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory, she, mean wisdom, will deliver you. Hear, my son, and receive my saying. And the years of your life will be many. How many people want to live a long life? Listen to God. Get wisdom. Live according to the wisdom. Know what is important. Know what is not important. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. and have led you in right paths. When you walk, your step will not be hindered. And when you run, you will not stumble. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her, mean keep wisdom and instruction. For she, wisdom, is your life. Do not enter the path of the wicked and do not walk in the way of evil. Wow. If you want to be fruitful, if you want to redeem your time, you need to get the wisdom of God. And the wisdom comes from the Holy Spirit. Amen. And what kind of lifestyle you're going to have in verse 18? But the path of the just is like the shining sun. This is proverb 4:18. That shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. If you are a man and a woman of wisdom, everywhere you go, you shine the light around you. Make the day perfect. People around you will be blessed because you are a man and a woman With the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God will direct you, will tell you what is the right time and what is the right way to do things. And you will not waste your time away. Remember, man cannot direct his own steps. Man can plan. Before I went to Japan, I planned. But when I stepped into the land of Japan, I began to follow the footstep of the Holy Spirit. What He told me to do. What he want me to say. I listen to him and ask him to guide me. What to say, what to do. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 9 say, A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Galatians 5.25 Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step. Step. Follow the step with the Spirit. Let the spirit of wisdom guide you and show you what to do step by step, even though you plan it. James chapter 1, verse 5, If any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. How many people want wisdom? Ask God to give you wisdom. Fill with the Holy Spirit. Get acquainted with the Holy Spirit. Love the Holy Spirit. Acknowledge Him. Don't trust your own understanding because you can make mistakes. Don't follow the desire of your flesh. Don't follow the voice of man. Don't let your feeling guide you. Don't let the circumstances guide you. Don't let other people tell you what to do all the time. But you yourself, believe me, if I tell you to do something by the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit gonna tell you to do the same thing. If a man of God tell you to do something and it's come from the Holy Spirit, definitely the Holy Spirit will confirm in your heart. Amen. You need to grow up to learn, listen to the Holy Spirit. Don't let anything else lead you except the Holy Spirit. I want to read this scripture one more time and close. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Don't go by reasoning. Don't go by feelings. Don't go by what you see. Listen to the Holy Spirit. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Brothers and sisters, don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Let me conclude this. In order to follow the step of the Holy Spirit and live in the wisdom of God. Know when, how, the right way, the right time. One thing that you need to be careful, don't be in a rush. Don't be in a hurry. Amen? Sometimes you need to slow down. Don't rush to say things. Don't rush to promise anyone anything. Don't rush to make a commitment. You just listen to the Holy Spirit. It's okay to wait a couple of days and pray and think and, and ask God to guide you. If you don't hear from Him, maybe just say, let me pray about it. You don't have to rush in to do something right away. Amen? When you find a nice home, don't rush in to buy it. You just pray first. Is this is the right place that I should live so that I can be fruitful, so that I can have the care group meetings there. Abide in Him. Listen to Him. Don't trust your own intellectual ability, but listen to the Spirit of the living God and He will guide you and you will not waste your time, your energy, your money, even your life. You will not die prematurely because you make a big mistake. Doing something wrong. Going to the wrong place at the wrong time, get involved in the wrong kind of people and you die. Listen to God. Let us develop this kind of spiritual life. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Acknowledge the Holy Spirit. Follow the step of the Holy Spirit every single day. Listen to Him, guided by Him. Know the Word, because the Holy Spirit will not tell you to do something that is outside the Word of God. Amen? He will tell you to do the things in the Word of God. And then you shall be fruitful. Amen? How many people want to be fruitful? Let us say, redeem the time. Seize the opportunities. The wisdom of God. The spirit of God. Let him guide me. The right timing and the right way. Thank you, Lord. From today on, I want to follow you. I will not trust my own understanding. I will not be wise in my own eyes, but I will get the wisdom. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Let's give hand to the Lord for His teaching today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father in heaven, we want to grow. We want you to develop us and change us to be fruitful to be disciples who will make a big difference in this time and this society, Father. Lord, use us to make an impact for the kingdom of God and to the life of people around us in school, in workplace, in the family, in the nations, Father. Oh, Lord, we don't want to go to heaven empty-handed. We want to go there with big reward that we have spent time, effort, and resources, and energy in this life carefully and wisely, Father. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206 Two seven five one zero four two. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. To am all gathered in your name, I live to.